Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this has come through, Queen. So, um, you're not a housewife, though, this time. No. You're just a friend. No, just a friend. I'd love the answer to why that is, but maybe you know some people. Brendan, Brendan, Brendan. What? That thing they say is true about Atlantic City and casinos. What? It stays there? N- no. Oh, okay. Like, they pump different air into the <laughs> Into world, the vents? So, like, you feel weird. Well, what was funny is we were talking a lot about how things felt different in the daylight and the, and the nighttime, but casinos famously are usually pretty enclosed without, like, windows. I think we meant that things were, the felt alcohol. better. <laughs> things felt different when you weren't seven vodka sodas deep. Mm, 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 you mm. know? Sure. Um, uh, I haven't really asked you. Christina Aguilera. Yeah. The Liberation Tour. In, we, we were in a high school auditorium. You get out <laughs> of this home. Okay, so if y'all weren't keeping up with like our lives, we went to Atlantic City to see Christina Aguilera for Dan's birthday. We ended up staying the whole weekend with a bunch of our friends. It was very fun. Yeah. Um, I, I arrived and Christina was already on, which was a blessing. No. You missed like, some of the hits, but you didn't miss too much. I would say you only missed like, four songs, maybe? Right. We, like, we were rushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. It was, we were in the, well, you were in that. Yeah, I was in the section with like all the people who just got tickets to the casino. So like our friends got asked to sit down when we were standing up. Yeah, rude. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Yeah. I mean, I had the time of my life. It felt good to support you and Alex in that moment. (laughs) Going back to Radio City tomorrow night, myself, can't wait. Mm -hmm. Uh, loved Atlantic City, Hard Rock Casino. My only complaint is that in in the concert, 
I was expecting some sort of talent to come out that I knew because Alexis Mateo came out at the end of uh, Oh, I see what you're saying. In Orlando. Yeah. And I was hoping that one of the Drag Race queens would come out. It was a very nice drag queen who I did not recognize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. There wasn't like a local Atlantic City world famous queen. Right, but our second hope was seeing Melissa Gorga come out. Well, yes, because as the first group of people who arrived checked in, myself included, we spotted none other than Joey Gorga checking in at the VIP check-in center with two other men. Mm -hmm. So in the fan fiction in my brain, uh, Melissa got there earlier because she was maybe like backstage with Christina, Mm -hmm. hanging out, getting a VIP treatment. Uh, We were all kind of checking in at the same time. We, Alex and I, were right behind him about to go in the elevator, and I dropped a whole bunch of stuff that I had to pick up, so we missed going in the elevator with him. But it seemed as though maybe this was some sort of, like, guy's weekend trip, because we learned that night Melissa Gorger was at the Erica Jane Pretty Pretty Mess tour. And we're lucky enough to have a call right now giving a review of the Pretty Mess tour, so let's take a listen. hear about that. Hey, Jane and Brendan, this is Liz with a report from Erica Jane's Pretty Mess Tour, which kicked off this past Friday in Jersey City. It was a really great time. We thought it'd be a little longer. It was about 35 to 40 minutes, and we thought there'd be more covers or something, but there weren't. The production quality was stellar. Um, We saw uh, there were three costume changes. All were great. Took a little while, though. Um, We saw Mikey there in the sound booth. Um, Melissa Gorga was also in attendance. She seemed to have a great time, but then was also on her phone for a lot of it. Um, My friends and I did general admission, which I would recommend. We were talking to some girls later. We were waiting for the path back to the city, and they said they did the meet and greet. It didn't seem worth it. But yeah, that's my report. Well, thank you, Liz. Thank you, Liz. Um, It sounds like, in comparison... Maybe not the same bang for your buck that Christina gives you. Because <laughs> Christina put on a damn show. We, we had vocals. We had interstitials in terms of her talking to the audience, mm-hmm. laughing, smiling. She had wardrobe changes that didn't seem to take quite as long as what Erica Jane was doing. Um, I've seen Erica Jane, though, and I will say more memorable than when I saw Christina. Get out of here. There were other, <laughs> others with us have become fighters <laughs> by seeing this concert. Uh, it's, but what's, what still annoys me is Erica Jane should have opened for Christina. Right, but it was like so rude. They had Christina in Atlantic City. They had Erica Jane in Jersey City. They had DragCon happening in New York City. It's like, if you're going to align... What's a gay to do? Like, align somewhere and have them all in the same venue if yeah. you're going to do that. That could have been, like, truly a blockbuster weekend altogether. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very sad that we missed DragCon... I still have never been, so... Oh, yeah, you haven't been. Uh, One day you can go. Thank you, Dan. I I really appreciate the blessing. (laughs) Uh, Any other highlights from our time in Atlantic City to you? Uh, Oh, karaoke, hello. Yeah. Uh, You did not perform. No, because I felt sick from dinner. Yeah. And then... That's not a negative review of dinner, though. It's not a negative... It was just, like, a bunch of new foods mixed with, like, alcohol and whatever. I felt fine after I took care of it. Um, and then was able to enjoy the rest of the night. But we saw... Okay. There was 
a sight to be seen at this karaoke bar in Atlantic City. There was a bridal party of two, two people doing a bachelorette party together. Yeah. One of them looked exactly like if you were to put a blonde wig on Vanessa Bayer from SNL. Yeah. But not only looked, she performed Julia Michaels' issues. issues. And it was as if Vanessa Bayer was performing a character. <laughs> it was Julia Mi- Michaels' issues in the style of Vanessa Bayer. <laughs> <laughs> we had then, like, another birthday party of terrible people. Ooh. Uh, this one white woman doing Respect by Aretha Franklin. Yeah. That is uh, a lofty goal you have set for yourself there were other people doing songs that use the that the songs use the n-word and they sang along as proud white people it was uh really scary uh luckily they got kicked out of the karaoke bar eventually so then our songs just started pouring (laughs) in we had me doing lisa loeb stay which i which i had never done for for karaoke before and i think it is actually a pretty good karaoke song because like Lyrically, vocally, it's not difficult. Right. And gets the crowd going a little bit. Uh, Alex, I think, had the performance of the night with Turn Back Time. Yeah. You guys did a duet? Yes. I, I feel like this duet needs to be retired soon. It needs it needs some work or retiring, I think. Though, I will say... Well, I- you demanded it, and then like, <laughs> yeah. got to experience it all, all over it. It's When You Believe by Whitney and Mariah. Mm-hmm. I mean... Those are tough shoes for us to fill. I know, but like, if you bring people along with you, you can do it. I know someone who does that eight-minute-long um, Celine song. Oh yeah, yeah. And like, he's not a vocalist like her, but he performs and he keeps everyone like with him the entire time. The thing is, you can't guarantee the crowd's going to know when you believe. Uh, that sounds like an excuse. Oh. Um, I did take a Snapchat. It's so scary. I took a Snapchat story that was like just really poorly filmed and then like I noticed that it didn't go through the next morning so it then went through the next it went through the next morning so it looks like I was at a dive karaoke bar <laughs> in the middle of the day on a Sunday <laughs> which who can blame yeah. you yeah but um I think I'm finally recovered from that weekend though it did take a, a lot. lot yeah well you need to recover for stars born this upcoming weekend I know Ugh. Uh, but let's get to what is going on in our Bravo cinematic universe yeah. Namely, we got a Roa trailer, or yeah. Atlanta. Roa, Roa's back. Roa's back. And a lot of the buzz online was that this trailer was boring. Yeah, I don't agree. Either do I. I mean, it's not... I, is what people want in 2018, like, people want fists being thrown and, like, screaming all the time? Is that what everyone comes to this show for? No. So... Here And we have New Jersey just last week, so this is, like, very easy to compare two trailers. Right. New Jersey, I feel like, was people screaming, but we didn't know why they were screaming. Right. And it felt put on that they were screaming. The, Atlanta, I have to give them credit, they laid it all out for us. Mm-hmm. They showed us their cards. Yeah. What everyone's plot is going to be. I can, like, easily articulate that. New Jersey, I have no idea what is going on this season. Yeah, um, but in Atlanta, you know what plotline I don't need another season of? Cynthia Bailey mm. pretending to date someone. That's the one I'm least interested in. Like, it always feels the same. She's always on FaceTime with them in her, like, really beautiful house. Yeah. I still think that her newer house is, like, one of the best. Yeah. But, like, she's always on FaceTime. She's always like, oh, my God, we're moving so quickly, yada, yada, yada. Please not. Yeah. You know, 
in other franchises with other women, I may mind it more. But in this franchise, I kind of like it as like um, a palate cleanser. A palate cleanser, like a, you could go refresh your water for a minute. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be paying like a hundred percent attention. Yeah. Uh, so that's fine. Okay. What else in the trailer did you like? Okay, the big scandal. Let's get to it. Oh yeah. And we're sort of basing we're basing this week's deep dive around two things, and it's deserved peach holders or tomato holders who are still friends of. Yeah, it's all about friend of this week. And we're talking about Marlo and Danielle. Yeah. So we're going to get to the Danielle news in a minute. Mm -hmm. But Marlo, even more, maybe even more so, like we saw her filming everything with these ladies. Yeah, I remember hearing about how she went to Florida for something. She went to Florida. She was at the, the bridal party. In Tokyo. She was in Tokyo. She is going to be essentially like Luann when she was friend of that one season where yeah. she's in every episode. Do you think that for them, it's just like Marlo's, she's just been around too, too long that they're never going to give it to her. Mm. Yeah. I mean that maybe like the peaches over ripened. It's like, um, you can, why drink the milk if you have the cow oh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Why yeah. buy the milk when you have the cow or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so they have her. Not calling her a cow, but that's like an old yeah, an wives, old wives tale. tale. <laughs> not, that's not even what that's <laughs> called. <laughs> no, yeah. I, well, there is a point to that. Like, in terms of why pay her the full salary if she's willing to take this? Yeah, if she's always going to be there. Huh. Maybe she just needs, like, an agent to negotiate Someone for her. Someone needs to step in there. I, I w- we're, obviously, we don't have the answers to this, but I would really like to hear one day how that stuff all, all gets played out and negotiated. Same. Because I I read all these, like, blogs. Like, you know, all the, like, off-the-beaten-path blogs are always talking about these kind of negotiations. Yeah. And, like, some of them I think were actually right. Um, yeah. There's a lot of Atlanta ones love to do this. There's a lot... Of, there used to be a lot of Jersey-centric ones when they were, like, more crazy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really would like to know. Who's making these decisions? Yeah. Is it the network? Did they... Like, when, when do they make the decision? Did they take a photo of Marlo holding a peach and she doesn't find out until the trailer's out? <laughs> That's, that would be crazy. That would be sick. Uh, but speaking of the other woman being denied... Oh, yeah. So Danielle Staub was on Wendy Williams today, I think, and they released the full clip online. Yeah. And I think we just need to go, maybe I'll go through and yeah, we'll go react point by point sure. because there was a lot in this interview. A lot of points. It's 10 minutes. Go watch the video. Post it in our Facebook group uh, by someone. So you should definitely take a listen to that. Yeah. So Wendy asked uh, Danielle about her status of if she's a housewife or just a friend. Danielle says, just a friend. I'd love the answer to why that is. Maybe you know some people. Um, and I will say to that, famously, Wendy and Andy had a falling out, so she actually doesn't know some people. Oh, why do they have a falling out? Okay, it was talked about on Watch Rabbits Live, and it was Wendy and someone else who I forget who the other guest... I mean, it was Andy and somebody else who I forget the other guest, but they were talking about like how that person doesn't get along with Wendy anymore, and they both came to the conclusion that it was based on Wendy's husband and, like, the way oh, he does business. whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I really, I, I hate that. that I don't know who it was, but I'll try to rack my brain and figure it out. Well, yeah, I mean, I, like, between, like, between Wendy, who 
I mean, part of her success is the fact that she'll talk shit about everyone. Right. And her husband, who's, like, notoriously, like, very hands-on in terms of her business and career. Right. It's no wonder we have a day of hot topics almost every day. <laughs> right. Um, and then Danielle went on to go talk about why she originally joined as a friend of, and she said it, she thought it was time for Teresa and her to explore making amends. She wanted to be there for Teresa, um, and it would lead to something bigger and better. Um, Danielle's claiming that she really brought it this season, so she is confused why she doesn't know, why she isn't holding a meatball. Well, Wendy even pointed out she's barely in, in the, she's not in the trailer. Right. Wendy then goes on to say, rumor is that Margaret is responsible for having your scenes cut. So did you know this? No, this I is I didn't news. know this. This is news. Um, and then Danielle says something along the lines of, no, Margaret is only like a housewife for a second season. You haven't even seen the second season. So like, how would she have like that power? Well, I think she's like negging Margaret. So Margaret doesn't think she's the reason. Right. But then... Danielle confirms that she and Margaret had some sort of falling out. Yeah. Um, but Danielle also claims that she's the reason for the trailer. So maybe that's why we don't know what was going on in the trailers because yeah. Danielle was the root. And like, so all this fighting is like something they can't like lay out because they're trying to do Danielle dirty. I mean, she, Danielle's going to be in the season. Right. I don't know. Um, and then. More about Margaret. Danielle says she's going through a rough time and it would be nice for her to stay out of my marriage, implying that Margaret has been like... Margaret's probably pulling a Vicky Gunvalson. Oh, okay. Um, we are going to see the wedding, apparently, yeah. on the season. Um, and then she goes into talking about Marty, her now estranged husband, and she goes on to make allegations about how he does cocktail hour a little too heavily. Um, and then when asked if they'll reconcile, she said... I don't have a crystal ball, but you can't be tweeting and Instagramming about your spouse. Well, that was the other, the, the thing besides cocktail hour was she was insinuating he was acting a little real house husbandy. Yeah. In terms of like someone getting on the show. A little, um, what's his name? Also, Marchese. Marchese-ish. Marchese-esque. Um, <laughs> um, and then on the new girls... Danielle says one is a little stronger than the other, and then one disappears to me a little bit. Um, they both disappear to me so far. Yeah, they both disappear to me. In contrast to Shamari, who we ne neglected to talk about from mm -hmm. Atlanta, who I think does pop in the trailer a little bit. Right. And not mentioned in the trailer, she's part of the girl group Black, which was big for like a few minutes back in the day. Mm-hmm. You played the song for me. What's yeah, it Bring again? It All Back to Me. Featuring yeah. in sync, but it's actually just J.C. Chazé. Who should have had a bigger career. I know. Sad. It's like sliding doors or something. Like with him <laughs> and, and Justin Timberlake. Um, and then she said, I've been around this zoo for such a long time. I can tell which animals are going to stay and which are going <laughs> to go. Love it. And then Wendy then goes into a rapid fire of like, from the original um, Jersey cast, who would you reconcile with? Danielle says Dina, and then her thoughts. Yeah, on she wants to wear her like a uh, last year's Gucci or whatever. <laughs> um, and then she said, uh, "Wendy asked her thoughts on Caroline." She says, "Who? We're the same age. She and I. She hates that I say that." <laughs> Which I've heard this line before. I think on Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> and then her thoughts on Caroline. That's no, a whole Jacqueline. lot of crazy. Or Jacqueline. That's a whole lot of crazy. Yeah, that seems to be everyone's line. Hey, I, I you can see it from just watching. Yeah, but I miss her still. 
So justice for Marlo and justice for Danielle. Yeah, we'll be getting to even more on that later. Yeah, we're going to do a big deep dive of all the Friends of. Um, our third episode ever was Friends of, but back then we like made up like criteria for what constituted a friend of. Yeah, I mean there's like official criteria that we're going to be looking at, but we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but let's jump into Orange County. Not a Shining Star episode, but I did get to see some of my favorite things, which is Shannon Bedore and QVC. Oh yeah, you love a QVC. I love QVC because of the personal connection to my family. Yeah. And by that I mean they live in the town where it's filmed. Sure. Yeah. Although they were like talking about being in Philadelphia this time around. But that's 30 minutes from QVC in Westchester. Okay. But let's kick it off with Vicky on a motorcycle going to the motorcycle bar because Steve can't go by himself because he's too sexy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this narrative that she is forcing on us. Sometimes I see it. Get (laughs) out of town. That's psychotic. Is this like the same, is it the same motorcycle bar that we visited years ago? I have no idea. We used to get scenes with like Shannon, not Shannon, Tamara and uh, Simon going to like on motorcycles and like going to a motorcycle bar. Wasn't that where like they talked about like the the tattoo ring? The tattoo ring, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which she's since gotten removed. Uh, I would love to go back and and check on this. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you think Steve Lodge is sexy? No. Yeah, like. And like. Brooks isn't sexy, but he has, like, a sex a appeal. Swagger. Yeah. And it's also, like, like, going, like, you can go into a bar without Alex being there. It's, no, like, weird. I can't. Everyone just flocks <laughs> Shut me. the fuck up. No, but it's, like, weird rules about, like, like, oh, your significant other can't go anywhere where there might be other people, like, mm. other gay men or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but what's funny is when she's there with Steve talking about the Gina stuff, she's bringing up to Steve how she should have stayed married to It's so wild how many times she mentions this. And it's like really picked up a lot. Yeah. Recently. And I don't think Don wants anything to do with Vicky. Besides her money. Yeah, besides her money. Yeah. But like he's over there hanging out with uh, Brianna's scary significant other and like I, I picture Don in, like, in Margaritaville, wherever that may be. There's locations all around the country. I know, but, like, not only the restaurant, but, like, the state of mind. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, wearing, like, a Hawaiian shirt. He always, like, would wear a Hawaiian shirt. Like, maybe smoking up a little bit. Oh, definitely. Or uh, edibles like, are involved. on a boat. Yeah. Like, overly tanned skin. Mm, I think he takes care of his skin. I know, but just like not a care in the world. (laughs) That's that's my my. Your like eyes are going into the back of your head when you're like talking about this state of dawn. No, just like like he like I I just picture like him enjoying his life, and maybe that is why Vicky keeps bringing this up. Yeah, because of the fluorescent lights of Kodo Insurance, like really getting to her. Yeah, (laughs) to her state of mind. Okay, so Shannon is packing picking it up. She's packing it up. I love this. Just like traveling over to Philadelphia. Shannon loves Philadelphia. You know why? Because it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's like cold outside. Sure, sure. She sure. loves it. Tamara hates it. 
I don't mind also the fact that like Locke are kind of lounging around as she's packing mm-hmm. in comparison to we've had more than enough of Gina and Emily's kids this whole season. Okay, the ladies who rock are cool girls. Cool girls, yeah. They're cool girls, and you know what? They were made even cooler when their parents divorced. Because it, you automatically become a little cooler when your parents divorced. Mm. It's fact. In in high school. Facts are facts. In middle America. school. It happened to me. And it was very kind of Shannon to give the one daughter, who hasn't really had like a star-making moment, the chance to come to the TVC. Chance the chance of a It was kind of like when Kyle brought... Uh, that mope to New York that one time. Yeah. And but like, it's like, and like that mope did not have her star making moment, but like Sophie did. Sophie getting to hang out with cool aunt Tamara. Yeah. Yeah. And like, this is the only Going time for drinks. Yeah. Like, just like, <laughs> yeah. What was she in the lounge with them? The things that they ordered, she ordered us sparkling water. Cause she's a child. Shannon ordered like a tea and then Tamara straight up vodka soda. Yeah. She's got to get ready. Uh, yeah. I mean like that was the Shannon and the Kelly, Plot points were definitely the highlights of this episode. Tell me your thoughts on like the meals that Shannon was making. Oh, like, like these the microwave fish with things, the cream cheese. Yeah, you know I don't love these things that you like plop into a microwave mm-hmm. and heat up. Except I do have to say, in a pinch, Trader Joe's has figured it out. The best ones. They've got the best chefs in the game. The they best got, scientists. They got the best scientists partnered with chefs. They got it covered. Yeah. Like, when you go to just a regular grocery store and you get, like, a... Gross. Like, a Stouffer's Select or whatever it is. Or, mm. like, even even the ones that, like, have the, the cuter, more modern packaging. No. Like, a green... One of those green packagings. Trader Joe's... Trader Joe's nothing compares. Like, the whole frozen section. Yeah. Even the, even the stuff that you, like, throw in the pan for, like, five minutes. Like, the pasta oh, yeah, with yeah, the sure, sauce. Sure, sure, sure. Like, mwah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like hard for Shannon to compete with that. But, but if she is finding this market on QVC, God bless. Yeah, but there is a market on QVC. It seems like she's being like a success here. Mm. She was. I saw a video of her walking around the backstage of Watch What Happens Live with like some lobster rolls. <laughs> there's there's microwavable lobster. I guess. Rolls? No, and the, not. the video was filmed by um, Anthony. There's no way a lobster roll is under 400, 400 calories. They found a way at QVC. Maybe a baked loft. I don't know. It something. sounds suspicious. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Speaking of Kelly, the other shining light in this... In the, going to Jolie's musical theater... In outwardly <laughs> making fun of the kids, including her own child. <laughs> like, no, she was like, I thought the, the kids who did musical theater were dorks. Like, I love, <laughs> I love Kelly using the word dork. <laughs> But then she's like, oh, but, like, Jolie likes it, so, like, now I like it. I always wanted, I, like, always wanted to get into the theater world, like, a little, like, a little earlier in life. And I finally got a chance in, um, the freshman year of high school. And my best friend of I at the time, like, did the intramural something play or whatever. And we, like, started out as, like, tech people. Yeah. He, he was on Curtain. And he accidentally got it stuck on something and it ripped or started to rip. So then we never went back because we were too afraid. And that's why I'm not on the Broadway theater. Well, I, I, like, I I wanted to, well, like, I think the bug started when I saw Home Alone as a kid and my parents were like, you, like, like you, you're as, you're as like good as Macaulay Culkin or whatever, right? (laughs) 
And then I did, I like, I did some sort of, I don't know if it was like after school or over the, I think it was over the summer, like theater camp or whatever. And the, I mean, the problem being like I was tone deaf, so they didn't give me like the great parts. Yeah. Even despite the fact that like those camps are like 10% boys and 90% girls. So you were that bad? I, they, I mean, like, I, I got to be in, like, chorus number. <laughs> well, the joke is always, like, isn't the joke that, like, like the little gay boys never actually get the parts. They give it to, like, the the, the one jocks. jock who will, like... I mean, there were no jocks in this thing. But, <laughs> no, but the funny thing is, for, for regular school, we had, like, a play one year. And, like, in regular school, the class was literally, like, 30 girls and, like, six boys, like, seven mm-hmm. boys, because... The elementary school turned into an all-girls high school. Like, that's how it progressed. So, like, people wouldn't send boys there, like, to try to get them into the high school or anything. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I got the lead role in that play and had, like, my one star-making moment. Like, as, like... What were you? So, it was... I th- it may be, like, a real... It's not a real thing. I think it's, like, a, just a thing that's created for schools. It's called Alice in Theaterland. It's kind of, like, a, one of those montage things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I am the guy who is guiding Alice through Theaterland, oh, like through the different shows. Children. But my, I had the big opening number, Solo, mm. 42nd Street from a, I think from, from a chorus line. Sure. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Uh, and like, that was my one chance to shine. Mm. And I knew like, I knew better than to try to pursue this in high school. Mm. Yeah, I was a Paddington the Bear and Paddington the Bear oh in God. fourth grade, but then that was like all squashed out of me when they made me like, play football wow we are two stars two young stars (laughs) and our insecurities back then are why we're doing this now Mm. making you listen to our voices at least i'm not singing uh that's why i leave it up to alex to sing the theme song yeah so kelly i could just watch kelly doing anything i don't you know sometimes you're like why are these housewives not filming with each other kelly i don't she could film by herself all day long yeah kelly can film by herself shannon can film by herself in my opinion yeah the the other four women in the show cannot film with each other some can't even film with one of the other ones because we don't have enough in the pot what's your read on emily i just like i aside from like what she's going through in this episode just like in general doesn't stick to me. She's like a more boring version of Anna Kinkokas yeah. from Miami. Like a lawyer. And like she had a more interesting relationship with her lawyer husband. Well, like, like they this. were exes. Yeah. And he was like, and they were kind of still into each other. And he, and like was, he was kind, kind of, of attractive. Yeah. yeah. Like instead, we got this dork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I love Kelly bringing back dork in 2018. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, Vicky and Gina meet up again for for Vicky to just yell at her it's some like, more why? about not getting a divorce, not having a moral compass, and like Gina, like stop hanging out with this old lady. I know. This is that's my biggest thing about this show is like. Ugh. Gina could be good if she was on, like, I don't even know. They just don't read well together versus, like, I've said this before, like, Ashley and Karen Huger. Like, they could shoot a scene together. Yeah. Like, that reads okay for me. I'm trying to think of more examples. Like, Leah Black and anyone, any of those young girls could film scenes together. Yeah. And it didn't bother me. Yeah. Because, like, Leah was, like, trying to be cool and young. Yeah. Even, like... Ramona and Tinsley, do they film together? (laughs) 
I think they're like Ramona has it in her contract not to film. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just like Gina and Vicky, like they're too far apart. Yeah, I uh, and yeah, there's nothing I want to see there. Yeah. Okay, but I did like when we're in QVC, and we get a Heather Dubrow flashback. Oh yes. Because sometimes we like when when someone leaves or is fired or whatever happens, we almost like have an erasure right of their memory. Right. I did love the I did love the call in trope, like having them try to call in or whatever. Yeah. Um, I love the Heather DeBoe contract. I mean, flashback. She was also I saw her on TV this week. Oh, I was watching E News last night, and she was on E News doing her like Doctor and Mrs. Guinea Pig thing. Oh, they were still doing that. Yeah, and then she like sat down with Juliana and that guy that's always there. Okay. Uh, we're having a watch party at Kelly's. She has installed this insane wallpaper. Like, I love a fun print wallpaper, but, like, her house is already too... It's too filled. Is it, like, the Levy wallpaper? Yeah, the Levy one. It's, like, trying to be, um, like, Indochine, that restaurant here. Okay. That's, like, it's, like, famous or sure. whatever. But she, like, she has that on one wall, and she has, like, stones in another wall. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's too much. Still has the spiral staircase. So still has... <laughs> she hasn't knocked that out yet, and we're still climbing that up. Climbing up that. Uh, so, yeah. So, Shannon did... Like, they were building it up that Shannon was going to flop, but then she did well. well. And she's been on, like, several times since. Like, the fact that Shannon Bedore is building this, like, little QVC empire. Good for her. I bet you, bet you, what if Shannon leaves the show soon and goes, moves to Westchester and does this full-time? Like, becomes one of the people who just does QVC full-time, not even just her own oh, line. Yeah. I feel like she like she could succeed in that career. Although like, I worry, like, what is the long tail of QVC and these, these things? I mean... Because haven't they, like, m- some of them merged and some have gone out of, like... Home Shopping Network doesn't sell... HSN, does that still exist? I don't know, but QVC's, like, the main the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm the one, one. Yeah. But there's, like, Evine, which is the oh, one that Eve, Heather DeBro like did. the up-and-comer. Yeah, and that's the one that Countess was on yeah, yeah. with um, Paula Deen oh. and, <laughs> and Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams, yes. that weird, iconic scene. Yeah. Uh, so while they're, ca- they're calling to congratulate Shannon, they're like, oh, like we need to celebrate. We need to go on a girl's trip. <laughs> it's almost as bad as like... Megan King Edmonds deciding she wants to find the old tools. I thought this one, though, was a little better. Because at least we went from celebrating to, like, someone mentioning something. Instead of just, like, the Megan King Edmonds one was just, like, out of the blue. Yeah. But, like, we're celebrating. It's like, oh, we're going to go on a girl's trip. Okay, like, I'll see you at the airport tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, it's kind of just, like, it's kind of like a wink to the super fans at this point. Like. Yeah. This is so stupid. <laughs> yeah. Like, thinking about... We went on, like, a small little trip to Atlantic City, and, like, we had it planned for, like... Like, in May. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we will be back with Dallas. So, Dallas. Dallas. Uh... Dallas. We're continuing uh, the storyline from last year of Cameron... Forcing Spanish onto her children at a young age. I don't think it's like forcing. They seem to be like good oh, yeah. at it. They're, they like it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like better than 
she their is. parents. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's really good. I wish I... My grandmother tried to make me learn Italian, but I just like, couldn't do it. No, I need to game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't need to. She actually... She had uh, Nintendo in her house, because like, I think my uncle had it, and then he moved out and just left it there. Was it in Italian? No, it was in English. <laughs> but we were, I was playing a Mario. That, that would have been a smart <laughs> trick, though. Uh, yeah. So... So, this kid that we're meeting... Cohen? Cohen is a different one than Keaton. Keaton and Cohen are br- two brothers. Two brothers. But Cohen is younger. Cohen's younger. Cohen's chippier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cohen, very excited to hug Mama D. Mama <laughs> D, like, barely could return the favor. Loved it. She's a 77-year-old woman. She doesn't need new people in her life. Yeah. I mean, she just doesn't. But, like, isn't... D'Andre's, like, her one daughter. Like, if I was Mama D, I'd be like, okay, here's uh, here's Cohen, I guess. Do you really think Mama D cares about no, that? I guess not. Um, speaking of that, though, they decide that, like, Mama D just, like, gives up the company she again. Changed. She woke up this morning... After a hard night, good morning. She's thrown into a confessional, which I love. Uh, and it was very clear we saw in real life the, the confessional makeup artists oh, taking control. The difference, yeah. Because diff- Mama D was serving a very different look. It, I, mm, it was a lighter eye, which I... Oh, yeah. I, I like the way that Mama D does it herself. Everything was a little more smoothed down versus the dramatics of a Mama D I like look. the dramatics of the Mama D look, yeah. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good for Deandra, although we, we're waiting for the papers to sign. So I'm sure that'll be like during the season finale. Right. We'll sign papers. Um, we had a lot of kids this week, which at first I was like, oh, we're going to get a lot of kids. But then like all of these kids are stars. Yeah. I mean, they Even like when they're screaming and hooting and hollering, it doesn't annoy me like it does in Orange County. Yeah, like, Stephanie goes to a dance class with her kids. Yeah, and Noelle Deliceps walked so that Chance Holman could run <laughs> in terms of this breakdance class. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the whole storyline is about how she's afraid that when Travis goes to Harvard, um, she's not going to be able to k- take care of the kids, and they're going to turn into gremlins. Why is he going to Harvard again? Business. Like, he's going to teach us a class on lockers? No, I think he's going to get, like, another degree to, like... I don't know. Isn't he already very rich? Maybe he's teaching. No, (laughs) but I think... I think he's teaching a class on lockers. (laughs) They don't have classes on lockers. Uh, And she's afraid to discipline the kids. Yeah. Because she wants them to like her. Yeah, but don't we all? Yeah. Uh, Okay. And it was weird. We we did get a flashback scene with Travis and the kids, and like seeing the kids visibly mic'd. I feel like we usually don't see that. Mm-hmm. Like their screams are usually able to be picked up by the microphone. Their screams are coming from within the house. <laughs> um, we did get a little scene with Leanne where she's first just talking to Carly, who's a star, her dog. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Cameron calls and like asks about wedding stuff, but then Cameron quickly is inviting everyone to a party where the kids and the dogs are all going to come together yeah. to paint the dogs mm-hmm. but not the not the dogs themselves portraits of the dogs portraits of the dogs um and we get some wedding planning between rich and leanne yeah which is fine and then it like uh, he, we, this scene like transitioned into four different things 
It was like wedding planning. It was talking about Deandra. It was talking about Cameron with the yeah with the doggy parks, the doggy parks, the doggy party. It was just funny, like all the the joking, joking about Getting this being married. Rich's like hundredth marriage. Yeah, like he can't wear the same tux again. Where does he usually stand when he gets married? Da-da-da-da-da. I thought it was like funny. I like Rich. Yeah, there's something weird about him, but I like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, he's a little. Uh, he's in between. I don't hate him mm. like some of these husbands, and I'm not like obsessed either. Um, we had a full like ten minutes of like photo albums and like all this stuff with Mark and Carrie and Zuri that yeah. like I could care less about except for the fact that it was setting up what the vacation will be. I know this like they're really playing the lo- the long game with this vacation. Right. Which is not something we've seen at, like as we were talking about with Orange County. Yeah, so we go into the photo albums and Carrie starts talking about how she wants to connect Mark with her family over in Denmark because he doesn't have a family and mm. it'll be nice for them and yada 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 and I yeah. just like don't care. Yeah. And like it's implied that her parents are awful, but how awful can they really be when they're letting her live in their home? Yeah, sure, sure. Um, but let's go to the sparkle food, dog party, painting, children's events. So it's interesting that we see Cameron visibly filling bowls with sparkle dog food, mm-hmm. but she doesn't really have like the the Bethany touch in terms of like, why are there not banners of sparkle dog food? Yeah. Why aren't we getting the packaging sitting behind the dog food? Yeah. Why is like the painter host guy, not like wearing like a sparkle dog food shirt or something. That's a good point. But I do like that. She's leaning into like whatever this character she's trying to build is Mm -hmm. like this, like Looney Tooney, like I'm fancy sort of like not living on earth situation. Yeah. She added a new, a new coat of color to this Looney Tooney painting that she's painting of herself in terms of we learned that she was an art student. Yeah. Which I would never have, like, guessed for her. What would you have guessed? Like, marketing? More like communications. Yeah. Like, maybe broadcast journalism. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. She could. She totally could be, like, uh, Nicole Kidman in To Die For. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Um, can I say... <laughs> Brooklyn and Brinkley, two stars. Redmond are superstars. <laughs> like we, they are Melania Judice level of stardom, in my opinion. Melania Judice is shaking right now. Like she watched this tonight, and she was like, "Oh shit." They like have like little quippy lines about how they smell, how they're overheating. <laughs> um, they're like playing with the cameras that are set up to film them in the back seats. Yeah. They are bopping and booping and bipping around <laughs> like all stars. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot once we're all at the party when everyone's there. Yeah, but like, the, I liked it. Oh, yeah, I liked it for sure. The mic kept, the mics, I, this is why they had the mics on the kids. Because did you catch the moment where um, Stephanie's, no, Stephanie's, I need to keep it straight. No, it's Cameron's, Cameron's daughter Hilton was telling Cruz. Don't, like, just ignore Zuri. (laughs) She said, why don't you forget about Zuri and go paint your own? Yeah. Because Cruz had, like, a big crush on Zuri. I think they had a crush on each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, she, like, Carrie set it up that Zuri is a big flirt, which is, like, you shouldn't be talking about your kids that way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And then Zuri and Deandra's paintings were, were both 
the worst according to camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a point where Leanne was just like looking around when all of the kids were doing their uh, thing, all the dogs were doing their thing, all the women were doing their thing. Yeah. Like she was just standing there like gazing around. Trying to like find a, a scene to shoot. And she found <laughs> one with Carrie. She's like, Carrie, get over here. <laughs> and like this is this is Leanne like leaning into what Carrie said about um, just like she's going to tell the truth no matter yeah. what. So Leanne's like... She used it against her. Tell me, tell me everything, Tell bitch. me everything. <laughs> um, Stephanie's been saying nice things about Leanne. Yeah, which is nice. Brandy has said maybe you're in Cameron's ear a little bit. Yeah. Which, like, yeah, sure. And Deandra's being such a freak this whole party. She's, like, not talking to Leanne at all. Like, purposely ignoring her. Yeah. When it, when it was just Cameron, Leanne, and... Uh, Deandra at the end, I was like, okay, now it's time for these girls to hang out a little bit. And Deandra's just painting her portrait. Well, she said earlier that her strategy was to ignore Leanne, but like, it doesn't, I think she's producing herself too much much, because like last week you made up. Yeah. And then in the blink of a commercial, you're making up again. Yeah. But then you're making up and then screaming at her about her wedding again. Yeah. And then talking, like, this is one, this is like a cardinal sin talking about rumors on camera yeah like Like, they don't exist unless you talk about them i don't even think they actually exist yeah unless i could picture a world where like they're producing this too right and like leanne's in on it i could see that a little bit to have a storyline yeah um leanne did have a good look her new confessional look. Oh, her magic of dispel look. Um, yeah, I, I'm. I was the one who made that joke already on Twitter, and you just took it right from under me after I told you about Except it. Except you didn't know what her name was. <laughs> I said the magic wit, uh, magic witch duck, <laughs> which everyone knows what I'm talking about. You said magic era <laughs> witch. <laughs> um, we do have. We're we're gonna wrap up Dallas with a little bit of a call that we have, um, but unfortunately the call. Technical difficulties. Yeah, technical difficulties, but we have the transcript. So this comes from Jess, uh, who asks, uh, what does Dallas have that OC and Beverly Hills can copy so that we can start enjoying uh, Beverly Hills and Orange County again? Um, And I will say, she did say rock at the end of that call. Um, uh, Correct pronunciation. um, I will say, which we've mentioned a couple times... um, the fact that these women in Dallas will transition from like a fight to a makeup to a fight to a makeup to a fight to a makeup, yeah, like so quickly, and like we're not holding on to nonsense. We're not holding on to nonsense, um, but it might just be because, because they're like so young, like they don't have like the deep ingrained stuff that those yeah. other ones have. So that's where I say, and I've said it a thousand times: break the fourth wall with those two older ones. Well, Beverly Hills, uh, Erica Jane was doing an interview, I think. Like, she's, I think she's doing Pressed Out because of the Pretty Mess tour. Mm-hmm. And the, ter- the terminology in which she was speaking about the show, like, oh, yeah, they cast, they cast Denise. Like, these are my, co- like, co-workers. Mm-hmm. Like, the other... Other franchises don't speak like this. Right. Like, we don't talk about casting and co-worker and shooting scenes and this and that. Like, it feels so, like, sterile. Yeah. That's why I say break that fucking fourth wall. I want to see a producer in there. I want to see the reasons why that 
Erica's not filming with them or whatever, or Lisa no, isn't Lisa, yeah, yeah, yeah. filming with them. Like, that could be, like, a big scene, and we're not going to see that. Right. Unless may- maybe we are. Maybe no, we're, we're not. I don't, mm. Oh, yeah, we haven't seen a Beverly Hills trailer yet. Right. So we don't know what direction this is going. Right, so who knows? I feel like we've spoken things into existence before, and, like, it could take, happen again. If they take this advice... We know... We know someone's looking over us. We get a phone call, an angry Lisa talking to Andy Cohen on the phone, like, while they're still mid-season. Uh, you know, I think even if they do break the fourth wall, Not Andy will be left out until the reunion aspect of it all. That makes sense. Because Andy doesn't want to be, like, a cast member on the show. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, we still have a lot to get to. We have... Our deep dive. Our deep dive. Friend of Housewife. Stay tuned. All right, we're back, and it is time to deep dive FOH, friend of household. Friend of household. <laughs> oh, my God. Of... Big brother jumped out. <laughs> friend of housewives. Okay. So. Let's talk a little bit about. Big like, picture. Big picture and criteria. So there's a lot of people who show up on housewives. But the way that, like, Bravo sort of has, at least in the past several years, has sort of, like, pinned down, like, the official FOH friend of Housewives is somebody who is on the cast, just isn't, like, they do everything the cast does except for, like, holds a peach. Well, they get a photo shoot. They get an f- official Bravo photo shoot. Which a guest does not. Yeah. They sometimes not always get confessionals. Yeah. I think, I think a f- FOH... Almost always does. There's some examples here, um, especially like some OC ones that and, like... Okay. Who might have gotten like they a got split the, second in one episode. Yeah, they got the photo shoot, but then they like didn't get the whole package. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's changed over the years. And it's also, if you go on like bravotv.com, like you'll see them listed in cast. Yeah. Totally. So we're going to sort of go city by city um, in alphabetical order. Because yeah. that's the easiest. Sure. And talk about the evolution of a friend of. Versus a guest. Versus a guest. Versus a... Full-time. Full-timer. So let's start with some full-timers who then became friends. Yeah. So Nini Leakes. Was actually technically a guest. Right. And I think that's only because she just popped into the vacation. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't there for most of the season. Yeah, she was a longtime cast member, left, and then came back only as a guest. Yeah. But um, was made a bigger impact than a lot of times that happens. Like, we get an Adrian Maloof comes in for a scene. That's yeah. nothing. Nene Leakes is, like, a different kind of story. Yeah. Well, she came back, and when she did come back, it was kind of like she gave uh, Sheree the little boost she needed. Mm-hmm. And after coming back, she took a complete year off. Yeah. Without even popping in. So season eight, she was the guest. Season nine, she was nothing. The Ryan Murphy career died, and she was back full-time season 10. Yeah. And she'll be back full-time next year. Season 11, yep. Yep. Okay, so Sheree was an FOH that season that NeNe guested, season eight. Mm-hmm. Came back as main for two seasons, and now she's gone again. Now she's gone. 
did we ever get to the bottom of why she was gone after the season? Um, I think they just didn't need... She wasn't bringing that much after this season anymore, was yeah. she? Like, when she came back as an FOH, it was exciting. When she came back as a full-time cast member, it was exciting. Then, like, she was a part of the... Bob stuff. Well, it was the Bob stuff, and then there was the Tyrone stuff. And with the, I think the Tyrone stuff was kind of like, where can we even go with this? Right. And also, she was, like, she was a part of the Portia Phaedra situation mm. so then phaedra was gone and it's like oh. there wasn't much for charade to do sure. yeah so and like yeah tyrone wasn't coming out coming out in a while so yeah okay kim zolciak she left after season five gone for three seasons guests in nine when nini wasn't even there mm-hmm. when she popped in to like the season finale part party right 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 right, right. and started fighting with kenya yeah to come back the following season as a foh and this was the this was the this was last season it was last season and it like made it awful because like the way they were paying them is that she would only be there every other episode not even yeah just was like annoying because she was a big source of the drama when there was drama yeah so then like just too inconsistent yeah so i think it's better off that she's not coming back right Portia is sort of like, and Dan was talking offline about how Portia and Luann have had very similar FOH trajectories. Yes. Where they were full-time cast members, demoted for a single season. One season, but in every episode. But in every episode, really brought it, then brought back. And mind you, she was demoted because she got super violent with Kenya during the uh, reunion that one year. Yes. After Kenya was, like, putting the scepter in her face and putting, like, the bullhorn in her face. They couldn't do nothing. Right. They either had to demote her or kick her off altogether. And, I mean, like, she's also had several situations since where she's gotten... I mean, she was our first freak of the week. That's a come-through queen... Deep cut trivia answer. Yeah. Who was the first freak of the week? Portia Williams, baby. Portia. Okay, so now uh, FOH success story, Ava Marcel, season 10 FOH, now holding a peach. Yeah. She is one of one of the few. How many, there's been a couple yeah. who go from FOH to... To Maine. To Maine. Not many, though. It's not an easy it's trajectory. Not a no. I think because you... The situation there is you've got the others working against you. Yeah. Like, they don't want the new blood. Yeah, they don't want you getting a chunk of that budget. Uh, yeah, a piece of their pie. A piece, piece of their peach pie. Yeah. Someone who can speak to this, Marlo Hampton. Read, read, okay, first read the seasons where she was in FOH and read the seasons she was the guest. Okay, season FOH, season four FOH, season 10, and now upcoming season 11 FOH. Guest, six, eight, nine. Like we were saying earlier, why would you buy the milk if you get the cow for free? That's yeah. how you say it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how you say it. Yeah. That good old wives' tale. Also, no, also <laughs> not calling her a cow, obviously, but like, you know what I mean. So poor Marlo. <laughs> I mean, I think she deserved it this season, especially after the, the past, this past season where she was like virtually... One of the girls. Yeah. She went on all the trips. She's going on the trips again. She did Carol Radswell cosplay with the bunny ears. Oh, yeah. She did Carol <laughs> Radswell cosplay. Uh, so, very sad. Someone who deserves it. 
next up, let's kind of toss these two together. Demetria McKenney and Shamia Morgan. Mm-hmm. Demetria was FOH season seven, guest season eight. So, and then Shamia was guest five, nine, ten, and going to be a guest again on 11, FOH season eight. I feel like we were about to get a Shamia peach, but it didn't pan out right. Well, Shamia had like big moments during reunions. Right. Which I thought that's when we were on like on the ledge. So yeah, between nine or t- nine and ten. Yeah. Nine, she had she like put herself into the spots in the reunions. The Phaedra. Thing. Yeah. And then ten, like I thought we were gonna like get her as a peach then, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. And then I thought that was maybe her like audition for a peach for season eleven, and it's not coming. Well, I also kind of thought like maybe she just wouldn't be here at all season eleven. Right. But, but she's here, still here we standing. Are. Well, I mean, she's got real friendships, so it's like... Oh, yeah. I mean, she's not just, like, cast for the show. She's, like, involved she's in She's not a people. Kim Fields. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Let's move on. Beverly Hills is another confusing Ooh, one. Beverly Hills. <laughs> well, like, this trajectory of Camille. Yeah. Friend of Housewives, season three, eight, and nine. Nothing in season four. Guest, five, six, seven. And... We're, it's, we still don't know for uh, the next season, oh, yeah. which is crazy. Season 10, which we don't have any, th- any trailer yet, but it seems like she's around more now more than ever. Yeah. Um, it's crazy to me that season three was one of my favorite Camille quotes and that she was a friend of then. Yeah. That's the point, Yolanda. I think I quote that mm-hmm. like top five of like Housewives quotes. Yeah. That's definitely more of a you thing than a me thing. Yeah. We're not the same person. Yeah. Uh, so... Although Camille, I, you, I've never been team Camille, and Camille's really been uh, causing some trouble on on Twitter these days. Oh yeah, Camille is doing like we need to wait to see what the FBI investigation says stuff yeah. about Kavanaugh and just like I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, even more. I'll, I'll it's stuff like worse on. than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Camille, well I hope you little Saint Camillers out there. I hope you're not a Camille pillar anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what, is that like a caterpillar? Yeah, I get it. Oh, wow. It's cute, right? Uh, Kim Richards, season six and seven guests. That's when they were just kind of weaning her off, but keeping her around to just like have something storyline without paying her. Yeah, and thank God, hopefully she leaves and never comes back. Yeah. And like, I, that, I, I'm the biggest, like, I will root for Kim Richards until the day I die. Yeah, you I... want her to have, like, an Animal Planet show. <laughs> yeah, with turtles. Where yeah. she goes, this is, Kim's, it's called Kim's World, and she <laughs> goes around to different locales around the world and meets the different kinds of turtles there are in those places. I think we need to expand outside of just turtles. Okay, then bring, like, Bindi Irwin in or whatever mm-hmm. and have them do it together. I know Bindi's busy. Um, she was just on The View yesterday, so I'm sure she has a different show. Yeah. Um, I think it's actually called Crikey, the by the Bindi's world. Give her like Jack Hanna. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Brandy Glanville, a success story. Yes. Season two, FOH, main cast for three, four, and five, and then guest season six. Yes. Bring her back. Uh, Andy quote tweeted her recently, like supporting like today. Yeah, supporting something she sent out. So I think on um, Play by Play, they talked about... Someone on Play by Play was oh, like... Ken Todd, was yeah. Was like, Ken Todd is like the top 
Um, Bravo husband in my mind. He seems like a good person. Brandy was like, I've always loved Ken Todd, yada, yada, yada. Then she went on to say something else. And then um, Andy quote through that being like, love this. Yeah. So bring her back. Bring her back. And he supported her on Celebrity Big Brother this year. Yes. Hello. Okay. The next two are more just kind of fun fact things than anything else. Yeah. Lisa Renna and Denise Richards were both guests before they held their diamonds. Yeah. Lisa Renna was a guest season four during Kyle Richards, Kyle Byleen 2 fashion show. That also, that episode also starred Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. And Christina Milian. Uh, Denise Richards was a guest in season five during Lisa Renna's jewelry party and Vanderpump uh, said, oh, you, you're, you were married to Charlie Sheen. Yeah, and then she, Vanderbump tried to make a joke like, uh, the only thing Charlie and I have in common is that somebody stole both our Bentleys and drew them over a cliff. <laughs> Which is like a yes. weird thing to like mention. I know, like Denise was really <laughs> excited to be talking about Charlie. So it's, I, I completely forgot about that. I remembered Denise. I didn't remember Lisa because I think I was like so in tune to the fact that um, Jamie Lee Curtis was there. Because mm. I, the relationship oh, okay, between okay. Jamie Lee Curtis and Kyle Richards has always fascinated me. Well, it was also like not the first time Lisa Renna had popped up on on a housewife yeah. screen. I was like used to seeing her like in on New York. New York. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Dana Wilkie allegedly was a guest season one according to Wikipedia. We weren't able to confirm that, so... You know what? I bet she was, like, a guest during, and I bet she added this from herself. I bet you she was at the... From jail? I bet you she was at the finale party that year, because it was, like, Taylor's birthday. And I'm pretty sure she was brought in as, like, Taylor's Taylor's friends friends, the second year. Okay, so season two, FOH, and then season three, guests. Iconic FOH. It was her and Brandy in the running to make main stage. We're all in this together. Yeah. (laughs) You and me, girl. We got this. Man, what a star. Faye Resnick. FOH for season three. Guest. Season one, two, five, six, eight, nine. So. I think, is is nine this upcoming season? Is it? Oh, maybe not. No. Nine was last season, probably. Yeah. Though I do, like, she, I noticed her filming a lot. Um, for this upcoming season. Season 3, FOH. So this was the season where she got into it with Brandy. Yeah. And, like, she said, no matter how many, like, Chanel Chanel bags bags, you have, you'll never be a lady. And I think she, like, felt like she flew too close to the sun. Oh, she got scared. She got scared, so then then she pulled back. Oh. And then season... Which makes sense for her disappearing season 4. Yeah, and then season 5 was when... uh, all the OJ stuff came back up. Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure. So they like dragged her back in. So she like, I think she was like trying to dip her toes back in and then they hired, what's her name? Marissa, not Marissa, Catherine. Catherine. And I need to double check that, but I think it's, I think it's six. It might be six. Yeah. That would make sense too. Cause there's a gap between six and eight. I think. Oh, and then she got scared again. Yeah. She got scared again. Yeah. That makes more sense. Um, so yeah, but I would love to see it. Faye. Though no. I, I heard she wasn't happy with Connie Britton's, rendition of her well she could keep that to herself <laughs> marissa zanuck biggest flop season three flop, flop. uh even so we were talking about this offline in my brain of brains i thought she had a diamond definitely not now but she is one, like she's kind of like 
a Marlo in terms of like when she was there, she was really there. Yeah, but she wasn't always there. I mean, like her scenes were iconic, but like yeah. I remember her in that ball gown at that finale party. <laughs> Just like screaming. Yeah. And Dorit looked like she had a golden egg cracked on her head. Oh my god. Iconic <laughs> iconic party. Okay. Let's go to OC. Rock. We got a lot of nonsense to get through. So Fernanda, who was who was a queer woman. Yes. Who Tamara like kissed a couple times for a storyline. Yeah. Um and then they sent poor Fernanda to like Texas with Alexis Bellino. Do you remember that? Barely. <laughs> But she was a guest season five and an official friend of season six. Yeah, and I think this was back in the day when it was like more rumored that she might have actually been on the verge to hold a orange, but I don't think she brought enough. Back then, did they get? I can't remember like them giving these girls photo shoots. Uh, Fernanda got a photo shoot. She did. All of these wow. listed, all of the like one-offs listed, got photo shoots. Wow. I have photographic oh. evidence. Wow, 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 wow. Um, Sarah Winchester, um, who was the iconic cake cake bow yeah. woman um, who was drunk. You sure? She was a guest of seasons five and six and a friend of in season seven, which it's is wild like, to me. OC is just too... The most wild one to me is the one I'm about to talk about. Okay. Danielle Gregorio, who was introduced at the same time as Lizzie. Yeah. And Lizzie was a official housewife, and this Danielle woman apparently was around. Yeah. Fo- she's got an official photo shoot. That's crazy. Um, and then the returning OC women who then got to be friends of, of course, Gina Keogh, season six, was a friend of. Was that after the season she left? It was, this was the season of assistant deceased. So yes, after the season okay. she left. Lori Peterson, the most iconic return of any housewife, in my opinion. Mm. I've never had multiple burgers in my life! Um, and then Lizzie returned. Like, why? Yeah. And she popped up as guest again. Like, a break and then a guest. Just like, why? Yeah. Though she's beautiful. Should we talk about Dallas? Yes, let's talk about Dallas. Okay, Dallas. Iconic friend of Marie Reyes. <laughs> Bring her back. I don't care how much it takes. She was the reason for that season, to be honest. She was. She was the one who started the rumors. Her and the a little gay guy started the rumors of uh, Leanne pooping in a basket. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then she was the one Leanne said she was going to gut like a fish in that, like, lost footage from their night away at the lake house in Austin. A lake house with no wake. How dreadful. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tiffany Hendra was not even a friend of after her first season. She was only a guest. Which is wild to me because she, like... Popped up a lot. Popped up a lot. She was on Leanne's arm at the Halloween party when Leanne was dressed in as a two-face. She was at that white party when Leanne threw the glass, heard around the world. I know. But she, she, I don't think she was, she wasn't on any trips season two. No. Where'd they go again? Oh, Mexico. they went to Mexico. Yeah. 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 So New York. Roni. New York m- has my two favorite friends. I mean, of. Jennifer Gilbert is the most iconic friend of House of all, all time in terms of like flopping for that apple. Flopping for that apple so hard that the Associated Press wrote an article about that, which in 2018 they would never do. Yeah. It was, like, called The Lost Housewife. Like, Jennifer <laughs> Gilbert thinks that she's on the show, but then all her scenes hit the, hit the cutting room floor. But it was true. But she also... 
I think her downfall was not being able to go on the trip, and that was back before mm. you had to go on the trip. Yeah. Instead, she stayed in the city with Luann and Jill. Um, she really like chose the wrong side in that war. But the you're a mean girl in high school, and I'm in Brooklyn trying to make it in this economy speech happened in Jennifer Gilbert's home. But like you being the location isn't enough. Right. Yeah. Right. Nice home though. Uh, a little too lofty for me. Yeah, but that was like her and Kelly both had like really lofty places. Mm. Yeah. And then Luann Delaseps. Luann Delaseps. Some say like this was one of her best seasons. Season six. Because she was so like carefree. Yeah. And and the rumor was that she was friend of because of contract negotiations. Yeah, I think. I think that season you don't see Luann until like a episode couple of, three or a, four, a couple episodes in, and then she's in every episode. And she's down, yeah, she's in every episode. She's the hostess, and she like, and then Aviva's not in episodes, right? Right. Yeah. Um, we had an almost friend of that season, season six. That uh, woman was her name also Sarah, who was Aviva's publicist friend, who came to. Sonia's cabralesque in the Hamptons and was like talking shit about it through the entire thing, oh, and then yeah. gets into a fight with Heather yeah. at the Hamptons house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, beautiful. Sure. Okay, Ronge, New Let's Jersey. Go with okay, two iconic members of the New Jersey cinematic universe, Kim Hi, G and Kim D. Yeah. So Kim G was friend of season two, guest season three. We love more of her, but no one likes her, so that's never going to happen. Also, she makes the mistake of mean tweeting. Oh, yeah. Um, and she, like also tagging Adam Barta every time. Yeah, she does a lot of mean tweeting, but she also was iconic because she was sort of the first one. Andy used to Skype people in to Watch What Happens Live a lot, mm-hmm. and he was always Skyping Kim Ji in in early Watch What Happens Live mm-hmm. to like talk shit about Danielle and whatever. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Kim D. Kim D. Kim D's trajectory has been wild. So she was technically a guest from seasons two to three, a friend of from four to five, then a guest from seven to eight. Mm-hmm. So that's wild to me. She was at the most recent reunion, and she was still considered a guest. Yeah, that's so weird. And Andy brought her into the clubhouse last Halloween as a cockroach. Yeah, yeah. And Whoopi Goldberg was there, and Julianne Moore was there. And they were very confused. <laughs> no, they were very confused, but also, like, happy to see her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you be? Um, so Rosie's one makes me sad. So Rosie was a guest from seasons three to six. Yeah. Then she finally got her FOH chance to shine in season seven, but that was a season that Teresa just, like, was cutting out her family completely. She was cutting out the cancer. Yeah, she was cutting out the cancer, meaning Wakili and Rosie. Well, it's weird that she was a friend of the same season Kathy was a friend of. Right. And let's go into Kathy. So, Kathy was main from seasons three to five. Never mm-hmm. been... There's never been someone happier to be on one of these shows. Kathy Wakili. Yeah, having the time of her life. Um, and then she was a friend from six to seven. Um, six was the lost season. Oh yeah. And se- when they had the twins and sure. Amber and seven was when Teresa got back from prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, she was just like, it, she never quite, quite stuck, you know, she could never play the game. I mean, it was just kind of like, she's too nice for this. She's like someone's mom. Yeah. Like a nice woman who wants to take care of her family. Yeah. And like when she would try to play the game, it would always just come across like a little like, Ooh, what are you doing? Kathy? Yeah. 
Don't go there, Kath. Um, and then we've got Jacqueline Larita. Mm-hmm. Seasons one to five main. Season six, the lost season, a guest. Yeah. And then she was back for season seven of Maine. Yeah. And she'll never be... I'm, she was never an FOH, but just mentioning her, because that's an interesting... That, that she project. had that one season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think season six was when they were trying to, like, re it all. And then they dragged her in the last minute to, like, react to Teresa going to jail. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, that was so weird. Yeah. Um, and then Danielle Staub, of course. Ugh. Seasons eight and nine. Friend. Friend. Justice for Danielle. Let's write. Let's write letters. Let's call our senators. Let's I think they need to be calling their senators about something else. No, right let's now. let's all register to vote. You got a few <laughs> days in case you haven't already. So, register to vote to get Danielle back. Uh, I mean, if that is what turns out happening, great. But you just register to vote, and then what elected official can we call to get Danielle Staub back? Like Chris Christie? I know uh, he's not elected. No, uh, Cory Booker. Cory Booker. Yeah. I'm sure he has a say. Okay, Miami. Miami. Alexia, main season one and three, friend of season two. She was only a friend of because she was going through all that family drama. Yes, with the son. With the son. Marisol Patton, FOH season three, demoted because Mama Elsa was not in that season as much. That's facts so or facts true. Are facts are trap. Facts are facts. Anna... I guess season one, which I can't even remember that being the case. She must have been in like the background of some scene. Of one party. Guest season three. This is a case where I think she thought she was at least an FOH. It's so wild for me. Do you think? Okay, because I thought she was so good for most of season two. I think she came too hard at the reunion. Yeah. Like she shot her load too fast. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean, though. Yeah. Like sometimes you can do too much. Which worries about me about Danielle. Mm. It's like, yeah, don't go on Wendy Williams and talk that much. Yeah. All right. And then last but not least, Lady Gaga's favorite housewife, Karen Sierra, season three guest after being main season two. I think she just popped in season three. Yeah. She was like one of the most hated housewives during her season. But most loved by the little monsters. Yeah. Uh, okay. Finally, Potomac. Katie got demoted to guest season two. Was nowhere to be found season three, except in a flashback, if I remember correctly, because they made fun of the casino party. Yeah. Wikipedia is claiming she is an FOH season four. And we saw evidence of her in New Orleans with Giselle and Robin. Mm, yes. There was like an Instagram story or something several weeks back. Yeah. And then Charisse famously got demoted after we called for that uh, for many weeks to FOH season three. Is it being reported that she's going to be in FOH season four? As per Wikipedia, Cut which is Bible. <laughs> Cut the cord. Uh, it, actually, her appearance in the reunion was kind of funny in terms of like, I liked her showing up to the reunion. Eh. But that's pretty much that. So, an interesting look at FOHs throughout history. Yeah. Um, who's your favorite FOH? Of all time. I would say... I I mean, Marlo is... The, like, Marlo's, like, quintessential FOH. Yeah. I would say, for similar reasons, Jennifer Gilbert. She's quintessential FOH in the opposite way. Right. Like, she is, like, when an FOH has a failure story. Yeah. And, like, I love reliving that because I remember where I was when it first happened. <laughs> you 
You will remember on your deathbed where you were when you read that Associated Press article. Uh, pretty freakish on your behalf. So why don't we talk about the freak of the week? So a few just born. It's the little monsters, baby. <laughs> um, on October 5th, this Friday, um, two films were will premiere. They're Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's A Star is Born and Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams' mm. Venom. Um, so, A Star is Born has obviously drummed up a lot of hype from yours truly yeah. and our group. But, <laughs> once the social media embargo for Venom broke, um, following the movie's red carpet premiere on Monday, some Twitter users noticed negative reviews floating around on Twitter. But it was noted that many of these critics used the same exact wording. So one tweet that seems to be copy and pasted by several accounts reads, I'm the biggest Marvel fan, but I have watched Venom and I don't know what to say. Um, so there's this whole big thing where little monsters are apparently just copying and pasting tweets with negative reviews about Venom using the hashtag Venom to make sure that more people go and see A Star is Born. And some of the tweets have gotten really good. Like, there's one... Well, at first it was just, like, copying and pasting that, but now people are, like, using it as a joke yeah. instead. Like, there's one that's like, I saw Venom, and then my son fell into a coma, and he's still in a coma. Um, go see A Star is Born. Go see A Star is Born. <laughs> then we went to go see A Star is Born, and he woke up, and, yeah. like, shit like that. And it reminds me of um, back when Joanne came out. There was, like... <laughs> There was something online about how um, radio stations weren't playing Joanne just because it wasn't, like, mainstream enough for, like, soccer moms. Yeah. So then Little Monsters, both on Twitter and, like, in real life, I think were calling radio stations, pretending to be soccer moms and requesting tracks (laughs) from Joanne. Love it. So Little Monsters are out there. Yeah. Well, I love the the little part about BuzzFeed reaching out to one of the accounts who shared the negative review of Venom and that person responded, it's us Gaga fans creating fake IDs to trash the Venom premiere. They were both getting released on the same day, so we want more audience for a Star is Born. <laughs> hey, and you know what? I know ten people I'm going to see a Star is Born with, um, and I know zero people going to see Venom. Yeah, zero. Uh, but someone something else you should, you should see when she stomps into your town our one true queen Christina Aguilera <laughs> it was amazing she I think she did uh, Radio Andy but hasn't been released yet or something I think Radio Andy's like live on the radio right? I don't know it's cause like he he posted an Instagram with her saying like like stay tuned Oh, and you wouldn't know if it was released because you would get your, like... like you would get, like, clips X-tina and news. Tidbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, I if I were doing The Freak and The Queen, I would switch these two. Um, the Queens would be The Little Monsters. Um, go see A Star is Born <laughs> out in theaters this week. Sure. Uh, but... Oh, another freakish behavior. We didn't even touch on the fact that the only thing we were doing as friends in Atlantic City was... The A Stars Born, uh, shallow mega mix by ourselves. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I mean, when everyone was singing "Happy Birthday to Me," it transitioned mid "Happy Birthday" to the uh, oh, and you famously like I can't famously can't get do it, right. it. Otherwise, I would have gotten out. I would 
come out with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just can't. I have. I don't have. Like Brendan doesn't have the right. uh, I don't have the range. uh, Yeah, but uh, see it this weekend, (laughs) as well as Dancing Queen with our Queen Alyssa Edwards. We will probably be talking about that next weekend. Yeah, sure. Next week, so you might as well tune in. Yeah. Uh, But that's it for this week. Um, Make sure you head over to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Love to hear that. Um, You should go to our Facebook group, group uh, Come Through Queen. Um, We'll let you in, and we're having great conversations over there. Yeah. Uh, You know, if you're out at at a pretty mess tour or out at a bar... I mean, we were stomping around Atlantic City, really spreading the gospel of Come Through Queen, and there's nothing stopping you. I thought you were going to say, if you're out at a bar, just call in and talk to us about your experience there. Anyways, um, go over to Twitter and follow Dan at IDKIDK. Follow me at NotBrendan. And you can call us at 717-47-FREAK. Leave a voice message there. You could email us at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. That's gmail.com. Write us an email if you're shy, or uh, just s- send a voice memo there. And you can like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. See you next week. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. 